Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. going on everyone i'm mike singer and i do not have a co-host today we were trying to look at maybe doing moving the show to thursday because we're going to do this show um on thursdays on thursday mornings myself and kyle kelly during the football season um but i couldn't i got a lot going on with the personal life right now just uh my old man cat that i've had since i was in middle school is not doing too well um, and, uh, we just could not make that work, um, for, for us to record, um, yesterday and then, uh, try to get a couple other people and just nothing really worked out. So you guys are just stuck with me. So that's that. And by the way, I guess yesterday, or excuse me, last Friday, the little send off I tried to give to, uh, to Trey Anity did not, did not take. There's a guy, uh, Jeff, Jeff or J- Jared, I can't, sorry, buddy, I can't remember your name, was very upset with me, and he thought that uh, when I Trey asked me a question about NIL and recruiting and I didn't love it, which it was fine, it was a good question, but just got me wrought up. Jared thought that I was, that I fired Trey. Little does he know that I do not have the authority to do that. <laughs> no, but Trey is, uh, and maybe Trey's going to pop in today. I asked Trey if he could, but. He might not be able to because he's working on the on three national side of things. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, on three needs him there because Trey's a very talented person, and Kyle is also very talented. So, it just kind of worked out that Trey is going to do more national stuff. Uh, and when I say more national stuff, I think all national stuff for on three. And uh, Kyle Kelly's the full time recruiting guy at Blue and Bolt, so why not have him on this show with me? So. Um, so that is that. So to the format for today's show um, is a question and answer. So on the uh, the Blue and Gold message board, I uh, posed um, just like hey, a, a thread where it's far away. Any questions you may have. So we're going to tackle that as well as the, the YouTube live chat. So if you guys have uh, questions, go ahead and post those now. And I will get to those later in the show. Um, and... Any super chats like this one, Irish fan 10, we'll try to get to much sooner. It says, can't join you fellas live. We'll have to catch the rewatch later. Only 15 more days until Mike Singer's 30th birthday. That's what you mean, right? The the 15 more days until my, my big 3-0. Or do you mean Notre Dame Navy? Is that what you mean, Irish fan 10? 15 more days until Notre Dame Navy. There you go. There you go. Um, okay. So see a couple questions. Kale, what's going on, man? You know, I'm not going to lie, dude, about 10 minutes before we started recording. I was like, I wonder if that Kale guy is going to come and, uh, and try to give me some grief. And, uh, will Mike and Tim fight today? Place your bets. Um, no, no. Tim is, uh, Tim, Tim just does our, uh, Wednesday show and then our post game show. Um, so, uh, when is the new lineup going to spill? If you mean like our, our show lineup. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I, I think next week we might, or we might just wait till game week because that's when it's really going to affect. But in terms of upcoming shows, we have obviously this right now. Sunday, Mike Goolsby. I'm pretty sure we're doing 8 p.m. Eastern start time would be my guess. 
Um, and then we'll, you know, the Wednesday show with Hyde next week. And then um, I, I see you, Kale. Uh, and then next Friday, I think we might have to move the show up to Thursday because I'm flying to South Bend. And um, and I think Kyle's out again. Kyle's out today. And he's out next Friday. So for, when I just go solo, I'm just going to just be honest. If you're listening back or watching live or, or watching the replay, when I go solo, that means there is no one else to reel us back in to where the show needs to go. So sometimes I just kind of go off the cuff. So if you want a very structured show, that's not that this is not that. I kind of go, look, we're five minutes in and we haven't even really talked about anything yet. Um, and my best friend from Florida just texted me saying, How are you, brother? I miss you. Um, and that just come on. I mean, that just makes me very happy. Okay, quick note. I always wear a collared shirt, except for the rare occasions I do wear my my Liverpool shirt. So, woke up this or I, okay. So real quick before we dive into the show, I fell asleep on my couch at ten o'clock last night, just passed out talking to the wife. She got up to take care of a cat or something, and I fell asleep on the couch for a couple hours. Wake up around eleven thirty or midnight or so, try to go to bed. I am wide awake. And then I was up until about 4.30. So, you know, then I wake up late this morning. It, it's it's just, and, and then, yeah, my wife's out of town. She's in Clemson right now at our our, uh, our investment property. And so then I don't have anyone to wake me up. And, and then I got to feed the cat. So I'm running on fumes right now, running behind today. Um, so that's just a little peek behind the curtain for Mike Singer today, a little crazy. Yeah, Casado, I don't know. I don't know, Jordan Vigo. Well, different discussion for a different day. I can't handle all that right now. Okay, so in terms of recruiting, let's get to it. But don't hate me. Don't hate me. We do have to we do have to pay some bills real quick. And then we're gonna dive into questions from the blueandgold.com message board, folks. Um but if you are, as Trey Yannity would always like to say, if you are a displaced corporate executive, or if you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify. Well, Andy uh, Ludicky can help you out. Andy is a huge college sports fan and a franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses. Using Andy's expertise, he will help others find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Give Andy a call. His number is 404-973-9901 and put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are 100% free. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. And uh, I was on a Zoom call with Andy a couple weeks ago um, and I've talked to him a few times before that. Just a, just a good dude. Just a good dude overall. Um, so re really enjoy hearing from Andy. and. Um, and kind of, you know, what his realm, like that world may not be for me, but it might be for you. And he's just someone who you'd want to, uh, to connect with. Okay. So that's just, this is the blue and gold message board right here. So I posted Thursday, I'm going solo. Sorry for our recruiting show, Q and a format, tackle any questions. So we're just going to go through these BMK Howard, no message. Thanks, Mike. What's Mrs. Singer's favorite food? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Do not know Maverick. She doesn't tell me any. Like she, she, she's telling me she doesn't have favorites. I've asked her favorite anything. She doesn't know. Commitment issues, just except for her love for me. I'm her favorite. Other than that, she has no favorites. Okay, Golden Army fourteen. What prospect committed elsewhere do you think is most likely to flip to Notre Dame? Hmm. While I'm thinking about this one, you guys go ahead and hit the thumbs up on this video. So, Justin Scott, the Ohio State defensive tackle commit. Caleb Beasley, the Tennessee cornerback commit. have been the ones we've been talking about for the past few weeks. In terms of Notre Dame's going to keep going after them. Carter Nelson, the Nebraska commit. Notre Dame's kind of been kind of working on that one behind the scenes. 
I just think, I don't know. It's going to be very difficult for Notre Dame to flip a Nebraska tight end commit. The Nebraska tight ends coach, um, he had some off the field stuff. So he retired or they fired him or something. And I think that's kind of opened the door for a little, for Notre Dame a little bit. The door's at least cracked. Um, talked to a source this morning and the, and the word I got was we'll see. So I don't think, you know, you should be going crazy on Notre Dame trying to flip Carter Nelson, but it, they're working on it. So for most likely, I don't know. Like, I think, I think you could ar- argue Nelson um, because, you know, if Notre Dame comes out of the gate strong and, and Nebraska doesn't, I think that can help. But again, there's just something about Nebraska. Those in-state kids, it's tough to flip. So I might go Beasley. I, I really think you can make an argument for any of those guys. But also, I think you can go with the unknown. Notre Dame and this staff. Like, I always like to tell people, like, so what's today? It's August, what, 12th, 11th? August 11th. And what you think about Notre Dame recruiting right now, the 22 commits, you got Gerby Lambert, maybe some of these flip prospects. You think it's kind of like this is what it's going to be, and then they'll flip they'll flip it on its head tomorrow. Like this, this Notre Dame staff does not just kind of work. They don't go quietly. They'll work quietly behind the scenes, but just like, oh, we're just going to kind of settle, and this is the class, and, and this is what it's going to be. That's just not Notre Dame. So – they are always, always working. So there's going to be more drama down the stretch. And, I, and the next question kind of ties into what I'm about to say. It says, which 24 commit, if any, would you be most concerned about decommitting? Like, I just think there's going to be drama down the stretch. I don't know if, like who would decommit. But I just think there's going to be more movement. Surprises, good or bad. That's just Notre Dame recruiting in the 2024 class um, in Notre Dame recruiting under Marcus Freeman, really. Um, So in terms of this question specifically, I think you have to look at like farther proximity. Kingston, Viliamuasa. Look, a lot of like the Polynesian, like that community, very like we gave our word, we're sticking to it. I think Viliamuasa sticks but USC and that close to home factor, they're just going to keep working on them. I'm sure Ohio State is not going to give up on them either. I mean, a kid from Texas, Kedron Young, maybe. I mean, Logan Thomas, guys, Logan Thomas was from Houston. I think he's actually from Ohio, then relocated to Houston. Now he's back um, in Lakewood, Ohio, playing at St. Edwards. So actually, it helps Notre Dame there. Other, like, other, like if, if Dylan McCullough were to leave, I don't think Notre Dame keeps both Aeneas Williams and, and Kedron Young. Um, if Chancey Stuckey were to go, like, where does that leave? Like a Micah Gilbert. I think Cam Williams sticks no matter what. But like just, just, just some things like with these position coaches at Notre Dame who are so darn good, if they leave, can backfire on you. But I don't know. Like, I think Leonard Moore is good. I don't think any of these other guys I would really have any concern with. So I'd maybe throw out like, and I'm I'm just answering the question. The only two that I feel like I would have any level of concern with would be like Kingston and Kedron, just because of like the distance factor. Um, so that's that that's what I would say. But I I honestly I don't think any of them will. But if you would have asked me like three days ago, do you think Nate Roberts would decommit from there? I would have said no. And he might now. So Owen Wayful would have been the last player I would have thought would decommit from Notre Dame, you know, like, but things change. So you just never know. Really good question here from uh, Lucio. Mild, hot, or fire sauce? Did go to Taco Bell yesterday. Actually met up with a Notre Dame fan uh, at a brewery about 30 minutes up the road for me. Um, and, uh, I was wearing a Taco Bell shirt, and I was like, we'll see if this guy really does know if he follows my stuff at, at Blue and Gold on our YouTube channel. And right away, first thing he says is, 
Taco Bell. Why am I, why am I not surprised? So I was wearing a Taco Bell shirt yesterday and then went to Taco Bell, spent, I had a free rewards thing. If I did not have that free rewards thing, it would have been $17. And I did, I mean, I got a crap ton of food. I'm not happy about it, but it, it was phenomenal. Give me the fire sauce though. I just think it has, it's just got the most flavor. So give me that. Okay. Uh, if you had to rank Nate Roberts, James Flanagan, Marshall Pritchett, and Brock Schott in order of likelihood that they'll sign with Notre Dame, what order would you put them at at this moment? Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw on Thursday morning, um, our guys over at Sooner Scoop, the on three Oklahoma affiliate, put in a flip prediction for Notre Dame class of 2025 tight end commit Nate Roberts to. Um, flip his commitment from the Fighting Irish to Oklahoma. Um, and that looks like it's probably going to happen. This is a kid. Th this is just really interesting. I think his his town in, in Washington, Oklahoma is like five minutes south of Norman or something like that. And the Sooners weren't even his top three. You can go to blueandgold.com, his commitment story that I wrote. He told on threes Chad Simmons that he picked Notre Dame over Ohio State and Clemson. Um, hey, Drunk Vigo, Taco Bell should absolutely sponsor this show. Please, please sponsor the show. I tweet at them. I've tweeted at them a couple times now. I just need some kind of like... I need the Notre Dame network to help me out. Someone who tunes into the shows has to have some kind of connection to Taco Bell or works, you know, some exec at Taco Bell. Like we just need to make that happen. Can you imagine? I'll eat a taco on every show. Okay. I'm not going to go down that, that rabbit hole. Uh, give me a second guys. Oh man. The, sorry. My wife just texted me something. He knows I'm doing a show, so I'm not sure what that's about. Um, so yeah, he's been committed to Notre Dame for less than two months, and now he—it's looking like he's going to flip to the school that didn't even finish in his top group. So there's—I don't know what that's all about. So I would put Nate Roberts probably last. I put James Flanagan at the top. Um, Marshall Pritchett, I would probably actually put next. Uh, obviously, Notre Dame legacy. Um, I, he seemed to have a pretty good camp at Notre Dame in June. And then I'd, I I would put Brock Schott, I mean, very closely underneath Pritchett. Like, Schott, Notre Dame actually likes as a defensive lineman as well. And then Nate Roberts. Droboski says, do you think we have a decent shot of flipping Carter Nelson? I don't know. I don't know. I think if he visits Notre Dame this fall, he's flipping. If he doesn't, he's not. I think it's that simple. Notre Dame felt that they led for him after he took that official visit in June. And then within, I heard like an hour of his Nebraska official visit, either the week after or a couple weeks after he told the staff he was committing. Um, so, yeah. Domer Wap, I see you in the chat. You just always know how to bring a smile to my face. Domerwop says, well, you have a cannabis grower sponsoring the show. Where does one go when they get the munchies? Seems like taco, cannabis and Taco Bell is a perfect match. Can't say I've partaken in both at the same time, you know. Um, but I would imagine that that would be pretty awesome. I'm sorry to the, the folks that that might offend. But I, again, I that's not something I've personally ever done. Um, one more, and then we have to get to another sponsor. EG Irish says, who was the biggest surprise to you in the 2024 class that committed to Notre Dame and committed elsewhere? It's gotta be Kingston. Maybe I'm going to go through the committee list, but Kingston and just that I'm telling you guys the morning before his commitment. I mean, I thought it was Ohio state. Most people thought it was Ohio state. Um, so he committed on a Sunday and then like I had been told like Wednesday, Thursday, one of those two days 
Notre Dame was hearing from the Villamuasa camp that he's, he's probably going to go there and pick Notre Dame. But it was very tight race down the stretch. They couldn't, Notre Dame couldn't feel that confident until he actually called and said, Hey, I'm coming here. Um, and he did that on uh, on Saturday night. So many Notre Dame coaches were involved. Just spit on my screen a little bit. So many Notre Dame coaches were very involved in that recruitment. So he ended up talking to like eight different coaches from Notre Dame that night. Um, so I think Kinsville Amuasa definitely comes to mind. Um, Let's see. Kedron Young, I mean, a little bit. I mean, pulling up. You beat out all the big players in, in Texas and you beat out Oklahoma for a 5'11", 225-pound four-star running back. That's that's a surprise. Um, I would say Kedron, uh, Kedron Young. Um, biggest surprises? I don't, I don't see any else. And then in terms of committing elsewhere, was that your question? Committed elsewhere? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have an answer for that. And he's, I mean, I guess Emmett Mosley committing to state, maybe, but some kids just don't want to follow in, in parents' footsteps and they want to like say stay close to home. Stanford's a really good school. So, I mean, I, I get that one, but I don't know if I have any other like surprises that they didn't commit to Notre Dame. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not really. Nope. I don't think I have anyone for you. So I'm going to stop scrolling and uh, and just um, continue on here. But before we uh, continue on, we're going to hear CJ. Yeah, CJ Carr surprising at the time considering the family ties to Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That just happened so long ago that I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, I like that shell too as, as well, Andrew. All right, we have a new sponsor. This one is pretty freaking cool. And I don't know about you guys, the ticket buying process can be a little stressful. You got to find the event you want to attend, get the seats you want, get the purchase process going. It can be it can be stressful, not going to lie, as someone who goes to a lot of sporting events. Um, and if you're like me, and uh, you have to find the tickets last minute. It really shouldn't be that stressful, and that's where you want to go to gametime.co. Not gametime.com gametime.co it's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports music comedy in any theater near you killer last minute ticket deal so you can relax and get hyped for the fun you have and folks promo code it's three letters b g i promo code b g i and you'll get 20 percent off your first purchase and best thing they will guarantee the lowest price or get this refund you 110 percent um, you do not need to play months in advance since they have deals right up to game time. GameTime.co. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app. Create that account. Use the promo code BGI. Again, folks, promo code BGI for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute ticket uh, prices. The lowest prices guaranteed. Um, yeah, I, I was looking through this app and, 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 and the website and I was like, this has to be too good to be true. Some of these deals and they weren't, I was sitting there ready to hit the purchase button. Uh, but I couldn't go to some of those things. So I obviously didn't do that, but, um, it was, uh, it was pretty sweet. So definitely recommend, uh, putting gametime.co in your, um, 
in your repertoire there for, for ticket purchasing. Um, I will go through the YouTube chat in a little bit um, later on in the show. Got a few more things before we do that, though. Please do hit the thumbs up, folks, uh, if you're watching live or watching back. Uh, and if you're listening via podcast, um, I appreciate you as well. And I hope you enjoy our content. And if you haven't leave a, left a good review, please do that. Any news about Bear Bachermeyer? All right, MH2365. I'm going to text him right now. Okay. Because the only the only news for him would be if he sets up that visit to Notre Dame. Bear. All right, here we go. Bear, what's up, man? Do you have any visits locked in for this fall yet? Just checking in. All right. So we might get a uh we might get a, a live response here. I, I see people keep talking about kind of the the surprises and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I was really just talking about the 2024 class. Um, yeah, Audrey, are, are we just talking about flips now? I'm not following really what you guys are talking about. Um, but yeah, Audrey Gastelum was a Michigan State commit before he was flipped. Um, oh, yes, yeah, so just comes about flips in general. June, uh, Chance Tucker was not a USC commit. He actually was really close to committing to Washington. This is what 2021 class. But Junior Tuilamak was a USC commit. Decommitted in like February that year and then committed to Notre Dame like five or six months later. Um, so, yeah, no no news about Bear yet, but maybe I'll have some for the show. We'll see. Jaboski, who do you like for Talon Taylor? Um, I've heard Notre Dame. I think it was Georgia, UCLA. He really likes UCLA, um, but it's, it's pretty early to tell. Derek Meadows, I like Notre Dame. Log that pick. Um, I'm going to check in with him as well. I'm telling you guys, when Singer's doing a solo show, there's no one that is kind of keeping me in check. So I'm going to check in with Derek Meadows right now too. I should just go live more randomly so you guys can help me do my job and remind me of things to do. That would be fantastic. You guys ever just want to see some pop-up Mike Singer live show solo? Let me know. How's the fall looking? Um, Derek Meadows, a receiver from, uh, Bishop Gorman in Vegas, been to that school. Wow. Vegas is a really cool area. Um, I just wish I was more exciting as a person to like really dive into Vegas. Cause I just went with my wife a couple years ago and we're, we're pretty boring people. And then Chris Burgess, the defensive venture from Chicago Simeon, uh, Notre Dame, Ohio state. Uh, you know, I think if you get, I think someone asked me in a video that I did, Earlier this week with Darren Pritchett, like who can Notre Dame land to take the sting off of losing Justin Scott? And I think Chris Burgess is kind of a natural replacement. Another big time defense alignment from Chicago. Um, Burgess doesn't have like, he's not a five star yet, but I think Burgess like that could, that would be a pretty sweet recruiting win for the Fighting Irish. Um, if Nate Roberts flips, is there any tight ends we have a shot with that aren't named Pritchett or Flanagan? Yeah, I mentioned, I believe his name is AJ Law. Um, Notre Dame's offered him, but some of the other tight ends they had offered, um, like there's a kid at, uh, at Carrollton High School in Georgia, I forget his name. Um, you know, the kid from South Lake, uh, Carroll in, in Texas, you know, some of these guys started narrowing their list down, and Notre Dame hadn't really been talking to anyone, or, you know, because they Roberts was all they wanted for 2025 tight ends. And then, so they kind of have to make up. Uh, Makeup crowd. I mean, it, these kids haven't even played their junior year of high school. So Notre Dame's got plenty, plenty, plenty of time. Uh, I, again, I talked to a Notre Dame tourist this morning, and um, there just doesn't seem to be much stress about the whole thing. Obviously, they'd rather have Nate Roberts, like, just be committed. But it's just so early in the process. So, um, yeah, you, you get Flanagan. You have a really good tight end. Um, and, yeah, who knows? Maybe you still do get a Marshall Pritchett. So, um, but in terms of other guys, don't don't know yet. You know, we'll ask me if they start offering some guys, and we'll kind of go from there. Haterade says, with the 2024 class almost complete, barring the last few potential movement commit, commits, which of the two are most important to the 25 class as a whole? The offensive class or defensive class? Which which of the two? So you're just saying. 
Which which of the two are more important to the 25 class? Offense or defense? I don't know. Well, I don't know why I have to answer that, you know? They're both really important. It's like asking me, Mike, what do you want to choose? Bucky's or Taco Bell? I don't know, because I don't have to choose. Like they're both gonna just exist. I love both so much. Um, so unless I'm just misunderstanding your question, maybe the chat can help me out. I, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't both offense, maybe because it's you want to score more points, but yeah, I don't know. KTF says you've probably talked about this plenty of times, but is there anything specifically different? Sorry, guys. I've been fighting off a yawn. I, I just I yawn so much. I'm really fighting it off. And the last time I yawned on stream, you guys yelled at me. So I'm trying. I'm just really trying not to. Um, okay, so what specifically is this staff doing different than the last staff didn't? How do you see Notre Dame recruiting? Okay, so let's just tackle the first part. Um, I just think that they just grind more. I really do. They just I I think they love recruiting. Like to have my job, you have to be a little bit crazy. Like is it's a grind of a job. You have to love covering recruiting. Um a lot of people who just cover the beat side of things, they can't cover recruiting. They just don't get it. It's just not their thing. I can't, I don't think I could be like a Tyler Horka, you know, or a Pete Sampson or a Lou Samoji, rest in peace with the goat. Like, I don't think I can do that. I'm just not wired for it. So it's like, as a coach, you kind of have to be wired a little bit differently to, um, to just love recruiting. And I think that Notre Dame in their hires, that's what they've done. So I think that's a big thing. And I, I think Marcus Freeman and I talked about this when Freeman was hired, that it's a trickle-down process. If your head coach values recruiting, then your staff will too, and your recruiting office is going to work their tails off. If Brian Kelly's your head coach at Notre Dame and he doesn't value recruiting, um, or maybe I shouldn't say he didn't value recruiting, but like if you're, um, you know, the – you know, just a running backs coach or whatever, and you look up and your head coach isn't grinding on the recruiting trail and he's not keeping you accountable, then why would you want to work your tail off as well? I think that that's pretty, that lines up with a lot of business, right? In just across the country and, and all the different lines of work. So uh, I think that's, that's probably the biggest thing for me is they just work a lot harder. I think they do they I think they've leaned into the four for 40 a lot more. I think especially in this NIL era um, where Notre Dame is not playing, you know, the NIL game like some of the other schools are. But they so with that, they're saying. But think about your future. I think they've been really working four for 40. Well, um, every recruit I talk to will talk about four for 40. So. Um, that that's exciting. Uh, second question: How do you see recruiting change if Notre Dame loses Stucky, McCullough, Mickens, and Gino in the offseason? I have no idea. I I really have no idea. Gino and Mickens, I think those spots would be okay. I don't see think CJ's leaving. He didn't after Reese does. I doubt he would leave. Like the kids going to Notre Dame. I think Carson Hobson, Leonard Moore, just want to go to Notre Dame. McCullough and Stucky, I would have a little bit of concern with it. I mean, how would I see it changes? There's possibility for deep commitments for Notre Dame. In turn, so that's like in the immediate future, but in terms of like the overall picture of Notre Dame recruiting, it would just depend on who they hire, right? I mean, Lance Taylor leaves Notre Dame. I loved Lance. Fantastic. I mean, I think he did a really good job at Notre Dame. You're not seeing a drop off with Dylan McCullough. So. All right, I'm just going to pull up CJ Carr's profile real quick and then just give me a second, guys. I just need one second. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay. I just had to get that yawn out. It was just, it was kicking my butt. Sorry, guys. That was not a great podcast. So, or that wasn't good radio. So, I apologize for that. All right, question here. What player or position in the 2025 class will be the white whale? In 2023 is quarterback. 2024 is slash was defensive line slash Scott. And 2025 will be quarterback again. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, Joe, bro, all alone today. Everyone else is out. I don't think it'll be quarterback because I just don't think you know, Gadulli is going to let that happen. We are getting into the fall and you don't have a quarterback. I just, for in terms of next fall, I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, Dude, that's tough. That's really early to ask. It's a really good question. Safety, maybe? I mean, they're in the mix for some good safeties, but like maybe... Maybe safety because they need to land some big time safeties. I don't know. I don't really have a good answer for you. I haven't. I'm really reading these for the first time, guys. I haven't really like dived into these. So, um, and I, I, that's kind of how I like it. I want it to be authentic and, you know, just kind of give you guys my initial thoughts. So, um, yeah, I mean, receiver, I think they're in a really good spot there. I'm not sure about running back, but also, I mean, they're recruiting so well at the running back spot. Tight end, they'll be fine. Offensive line will be fine. So my my I I would just say defensive line or, or safety. Arrow fan, what's up? Uh, Notre Dame goes eleven and one is making the playoffs, but does it run? But does it via an anemic run offense? Does that hurt skill position recruiting? Even if Notre Dame makes back to the final four. So this is this is this is kind of. A take I've given. Damn, guys, I'm sorry. This is a take I've given in the past. Um, if you're Notre Dame in your offense, and, and that's just what it is, it's a ground and pound. It's not exciting through the air. What you have to say to receivers, you got to sell them that. This is not what we want to do necessarily. This is just what's working for our personnel. Right, we're not gonna, just going to stick to chucking the ball around the field, even though if that's what we want to do to lose games, because then losing games is going to hurt you more. Like losing games that having maybe a more exciting offense is not as good on the recruiting trail as going eleven and one and making the playoffs, but then running an anemic run offense. Right, especially if you like win a playoff game. So if Notre Dame's winning games, look, winning solves all problems. Right, so. I don't think it hurts skill position recruiting. You just, as a staff, have to make sure you're selling the recruits. Hey, this is not what we want to happen. This is just what we have to do to win games right now. When you get here, you're going to be the difference maker. Vinny Boomba, definitely. Uh, skipping your question. All right, got to take a quick water sip. Irish Chef, what's the timeline for Gerby Lambert to make a commitment? Soon. I think this month. Chicago, Illinois is pretty loaded in the 2025 cycle. How do you think Notre Dame is trending for Chris Burgess, Talon Taylor, Gabe Kaminsky, Dom Hulak, Nathan Marshall, and Joseph Reif? Burgess, good spot early, and Talon Taylor. Kaminsky, I think Notre Dame gets him if they make a push for him. Dom Hulak, I think Notre Dame gets him. Nathaniel Marshall. Um, sorry. Struggling. <laughs> Need a coffee. Wish my wife were here to give me a coffee, but she's out of state right now. Nathaniel Marshall, I'm going to be honest, I don't know as much about his recruitment, um, so I'm going to pass on him. And then Joseph Reif, I'd probably throw in the convincing category. Like, you got to think Notre Dame would, would probably land him. So I think this is the year that Notre Dame really breaks in to Chicago. For for the 2024 class, how many is, how many do you have from Chicago right now? You got Cam. Is it is it just Cam? Is it really just Kane Williams? Yeah. I think I would put the over-under at Chicago commits for Notre Dame in the 2025 class at like three and a half. I think they're going to land a lot. Where does the class end up ranking? I don't know, but right now it's at 13. Um, and that just is, I don't know, man. The 2022 class for Notre Dame finished sixth. And I feel like this class is better. 
it's definitely more top heavy. 2022 class might be deeper, but I don't know. Like if you get Gerby Lambert, I, mean, I think Notre Dame moves probably moves up to the number ten spot. Like let's let's look. Like they, I think it's pretty tight with these these rankings. And and on three does like an average ranking rather than a point system. I've discussed that in different different shows. So Notre Dame is ninety point seven. Oh excuse me, uh, ninety point eight eight. They're just behind A and M ninety point nine one. Not far behind Oregon, 90.97. Clemson, 91.05. So they're not far off at all. I mean, we are talking very, very tight. Penn State, 91.13. Look at Michigan, 91.28. So let's just run these up. 91.3. Notre Dame, 90.9. So it is a very, very small. I mean, from six down to what 14 it's 96 is lsu 91.3 is their score down to auburn 90.7 i mean so it's very very tight gerby could put them up six spots or something i don't know i haven't done the math but um so i think notre dame ends up in the top 10 again we'll just have to see brian kelly never signed back to back to back Top 10 classes. Weiss did it once. I did not know that. I, I missed that research. So I think Weiss, I think Tim Hyder corrected me. Was, he did it from 06 to 08 or something like that. Um, so I think that Notre Dame um, will be able to uh, reach that feat in Marcus Freeman's first three classes. Um, pretty impressive. All right. We are going to hear from one more sponsor. Um, and then we have... Um, some more topics to discuss. I'm, I'm still really excited. We're 40 minutes into the show, and I still feel like I got another like strong 20 to 30 minutes in me. I've never gone an hour on a solo show before, um, but uh, but we're gonna do it today. So let's hear from ESC Property Sales. And folks, are you looking to buy a home in the Notre Dame area? Well, then you gotta contact ESC Property Sales. For over 10 years, they worked hand-in-hand with buyers and sellers in five Eddy Street Commons residential communities. Let me remove this. You guys uh, can see more of the website there. Um, Their intimate knowledge of every community down to the specific details of each floor plan and finish is unparalleled. And ESC Properties Sales, uh, excuse me, ESC Property Sales long list of contacts and relationships uh, works to your benefits to list or purchase a home near the University of Notre Dame. Um, Find details at ESCHomesales.com. Folks, that is ESCHomesales.com. All right, let me pull up the show list and what I was going to talk about next. Okay, so uh, I wrote an article for our magazine. And I ended up publishing this on our website as too, uh, as well, because I just thought that this was a pretty interesting kind of exercise. Um, it's uh, the article I wrote for the magazine was kind of like a breakdown of the 2023 true freshman and who is the best potential to play as true freshman, who is more of down the line, um, in terms of like, we don't think they're going to project as much right now. And then who's kind of like, they could be surprises. And I'm going to post that article tomorrow. And this kind of like a, a sidebar of the article was, I'm going to give you guys three names for the 2024 class who I think can play as true freshmen. So this 2023 group, the true freshmen right now, we're 15 days from, <clears throat> excuse me, the start of the season. It's still kind of difficult to project who exactly it's going to be that's going to play right away, right? For the 2024 class, these guys haven't even played their senior season of high school, so it's very difficult. But I still went ahead and gave three names. So here, here we go. I'm going to give you guys them. Kingston Villiamuasa. Mike Goolsby thinks he starts as a true freshman. Notre Dame thinks it's very possible as well. He's built at 6'2", 230. 
He's been a freshman, or excuse me, he was a varsity starter, I believe, as a freshman. Or if he didn't start, he has played at least played a big role at St. John Bosco in Southern California. So one of what the top two or three programs year in and year out at the high school level, playing against top competition, practicing against top competition. If there is a true freshman linebacker starter, which is a rare thing, it would be Kingston. Notre Dame thinks this is a five-star player, and I hope at least one of these websites does as well. On three, it's definitely far from that. I don't know what they're doing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Kingston Villiamuasa is probably the safest bet for me. And, again, this is going into senior of high school, but a 2024 Notre Dame commit who can play as a true freshman. If Gerby was committed by the time I wrote this article, I probably would have included him somewhere in here too. I don't know where, but. He probably would have made the top three. Maybe. I don't know. They didn't have to make that call. Am I crazy for saying CJ Carr? Just hear me out. Sam Hartman's off to whatever he's doing, you know, NFL or whatever, after this year. Steve Angeli, Kenny Minchie are the returning guys. Maybe a transfer. CJ Carr, maybe he doesn't, like, start the season as a starter. But you could see it at some point. Like it's, it's not, I don't think it's a crazy thing to think that CJ Carr could contribute as a true freshman. He's, and he's not just any freshman quarterback. I'm here to tell you guys, like, if you don't think this kid's going to, when he enrolls early at Notre Dame, you don't think he's going to like get to South Bend already knowing the playbook and stuff. Like he's going to know, he's going to be a very prepared freshman. Now the transfer thing could kind of throw this off. Does Notre Dame do that after the season? We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think CJ Carr is definitely, and then I think Cam Williams, I would throw in as well. My order was actually Kingston, Villiamuasa, then Cam, or maybe it was Cam's first. I don't remember, but Carr was definitely third, but Cam, I mean, physically looks fantastic. The measurables are outstanding. Another early enrollee. Some young receivers on this team, but Cam might just be way too good to keep off the field. Love Cam Williams, a friend of our YouTube show as well. So I posted this on the board. Um, Kevin P.S. said, I, I agree with my three, or, you know, Mike's three. I think Kingston would have a tough time beating out some of the talent ahead of him. There's a lot of good young freshmen, but I think he's a Mike. And uh, for next year, I think it's like Zenter, Bowen, or, or Kingston for your starter, probably. Uh, Lucio says, hopefully Carr doesn't have to play as a freshman. The other two, hopefully the play as freshman. I think if Carr plays as a freshman, it's because he surpassed everyone and is the best option. So I would, if CJ does start as a freshman, I think that'd be very exciting. Beast Mini 8 said, I don't see Carr playing next year. I would go with Young or Williams. Um, I'm guessing Aeneas Williams there and Kedron Young. We most likely lose Audric. I, I think Kedron Young and Andrew says this as well. I think Hedron Young, he's a man already. That I definitely had him in, in consideration. I think that's a great choice. Uh, Thomas N.A. says Cam Williams would definitely be my number one. I'll go with Kingston. Tay Johnson, that's an interesting one. Uh, once Lambert commits, I'm swapping him for Kingston. I think Tay's in, that, that is a, a really interesting one because he's mainly a, a high school receiver. Let's see what he does as a senior. But, like, yeah, it was, it was, I would be curious, like, what exactly he thinks that role would be. Tofa says, Singer, did Angeli ignore you at practice or not return your fan mail? If CJ is starting, then peanut butter is, is not. I'm saddened by your change in relationship status, but please don't eat your feelings. I'm not sure your sewer lines can handle that much Taco Bell aftermath. I refuse to comment on that. All right, folks, I'm going to go through the YouTube chat now. Um, Irish Fan 10, really do appreciate your uh, your, your super chat from earlier. Um, Andrew says, is Notre Dame trying to flip any Stanford commits? I would target Emmett Mosley. Uh, I, you know, I haven't, like I said earlier in the show, like Notre Dame's working. They're working behind the scenes. I think they see areas that, like, oh, well, let's just say, let's just say receiver, for example. Say they go through fall camp and they, they're like, we wanted three receivers, but after fall camp, now I think we want four. You know, like, I think there could be something 
like that to where now they change up what the board looks like. So maybe it is Stanford commits. Um, maybe Mosley, but I mean, Mosley already turned down Notre Dame and went to Stanford. Like, I don't know what would have changed from then to now. Um, what is, is Stanford, what just the conference realignment things? Cause Stanford's just kind of in limbo, I guess, but Stanford will be fine. They'll, they'll end up somewhere. Um, feeling on the Nate Robert possible flip. What's your comfort level? Uh, yeah, covered that. Ian Book's brother's back in the show. It's not actually Ian Book's brother, but he looks like him, or just looks like Ian Book straight up. Um, yeah, I think he does flip to Oklahoma. Comfort level. I mean, it's 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 nice in my my house right now. Um, you know, got my Liverpool shirt on. Let's go. We're taking down Chelsea on Sunday. So I'm feeling comfortable. I don't know if you meant comfortable with like the the recruiting update, but I'm feeling I'm feeling very comfortable. I appreciate you. Uh, will you have anyone for blue and gold in Ireland for the Navy game? Yes, Tyler Horka will be there. Um, Goolsby and I tried to make that happen as well, but was not able to happen. Delmar, appreciate you for being here. Uh, Mike is Notre Dame looking good on any five star recruits in 2025. Um, let's see if I can't. Pull up that. Okay. So right now, in terms of on three industry ranking five-star recruits, no, 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 no. I mean, they're they've tried, they're trying a Davis Sanders offensive tackle from North Carolina, but I doubt it. Um no, so there's only 10 five stars right now per this ranking. And I don't think they're don't look good for any of those guys. And then just in terms of an on three's own ranking, I'm guessing it's about to be the same guys. Yeah, no. So not really right now, but we're talking, this is before junior year of high school. So there's going to be a lot more, um, a lot more five stars obviously added. Um, What? Benedict Uma is committed to Stanford. Why go to Stanford if they are in it? I mean, I don't know. You'd have to ask Benedict Duma about that. Notre Dame tried with him. He just didn't ever get to campus. Um, so Drew asked earlier about the like the Logan Thomas, and I think he asked this around the time. We're talking about like potential Notre Dame commits who could flip. I, I think Logan Thomas is going to Notre Dame. I think him going from Houston to Ohio actually helps um, Notre Dame. So. Just scrolling through, let's see if we have any other questions. Do you know if Notre Dame will try for a really big 2025 class, 25 or 30 commits? It's it's way too early. I mean, they're still trying to figure out like what the numbers look like for 2024. Um, I don't think they have any, like I don't think they know yet for 2025. Do you hear anything on the inside that the Notre Dame staff is happy with the class? Or are they more concerned about misses or decommits? Basically, are they negative or positive about it? Great question, Kale. You have totally redeemed yourself for ticking me off on Wednesday, which was all in good fun. By the way, by the way, guys, me and Tim have got, if you watch the show Wednesday, you know what I'm talking about. Me and Tim have got into much more heated arguments than what Wednesday was. People in the comments after the show have been like, how why how dare you, Mike? You're so disrespectful to Tim. I'm like, really? That was nothing. Um, and then people have said in the past, like, oh man, do Mike and Tim really like each other? Tim's like one of my favorite people on the planet. Like he, Tim Hyde is just he's just very selfless. Like always down to help, always down to work. Like, hey Tim nine o'clock at night you're exhausted after working and running around with your kids all day can you record something with me always he says yes like the dude is a rock star i wish i wish we could just have tim full-time and just do shows with him non-stop and, and just have uh, tim's awesome tim's the kind of guy you want to work with okay in terms of this question i don't even know how i got on that on that tangent yeah glad you asked this oh yeah because kale kale's giving me a hard time so they're very happy about this class. 
I mean, I will hear from folks close to the Notre Dame football program all the time about how ridiculous they think some of these rankings are. And not just on three rankings, all the different sites. Like um, Bryce Young, Notre Dame's uh, defensive end commit, um, Bryant Young's kid, they are super – they think he's a top 10 defensive end uh, in the class. And obviously, CJ Carr's ranking uh, by on three, they don't agree with it. Kingston Villianuas, Notre Dame thinks is just a five-star freak show. Uh, yeah, Bryce Young, they think, should be ranked a lot higher. Um, Cole Mullins is one that Notre Dame, uh, you know, folks I get to talk to, just think that he is a four-star, like, elite, level prospects shocked that like Georgia Clemson didn't offer Teddy Rezac. Notre Dame's really excited about Kennedy Erlocker. Notre Dame's really excited about, um, and yeah, people are excited about Kennedy Erlocker as much, maybe from Notre Dame fans. Uh, they're very excited there. Like Logan Saldate from, from Northern California, Notre Dame. I mean, he's, he's ranked in the thousands. And I mean, you want to talk about closing the gap? Notre Dame sources think that he is actually a player that does help Notre Dame close the gap. Um, so yeah, very positive about this 2024 class. Let me take a quick water sip. What's Lambert's deal, dude? Just, just waiting. Just that's that's really it. Just waiting. I think he, uh, I think he pops for Notre Dame this month. Been saying that for a little while now. I definitely think he's going to leave New England because I think he's going to South Bend. Um, keep scrolling. Um, so is this the last one? Is this the last question? Because I can go a few more minutes, guys. If you got any questions, Mike? In your opinion, bigger recruiting weekend? OS? It's 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 definitely OSU. Um, I I mean I don't I mean USC is going to be a big recruiting weekend, but everyone under the sun wants to go to Notre Dame, Ohio State. Everyone, like all the top recruits I talk to. If there's like a 2025 target for Notre Dame, it's like a guy who's visited a couple times and, um, you know, me and, and the different recruiting sites are, you know, reporting on him as a big time target for Notre Dame. Every single one says, oh, yeah, I'm trying to make it to the Notre Dame, uh, Ohio State game. Every single one. So it's going to be a bonkers recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. And I'm very, very excited about it. So, all right. I will hang out here for another minute if any questions come in. Um, my phone is just blowing up. I don't know why my phone always blows up when I have to do YouTube shows. I got people asking for my address. I got these people texting me. Oh, man. Might have to put out a couple fires here in a moment. So, um, all right. Um, I think that's just going to do it. We're just going to wrap it up there. 55-minute solo show. I'll try not to do this too often for you guys because uh, I'm sure you'd rather listen to some other people rather than me just mumble on for an hour. Uh, but we will be back for our show next week. I think we'll, since Kyle's out next Friday, I will either move it to Thursday and we're going to do the show on mornings during the football season. It's going to be like Thursday, at like I think 1030 is what we had said. So it's going to be a morning show and we have, we have not done morning shows before and we're kind of just going to try this out and hope that it works. Uh, we've been pretty happy about like the viewership for this show and our Wednesday night shows and our post game shows and all that stuff have been very great, but we're going to give Monday or excuse me, Thursday mornings a shot. But in terms of next week, we're either going to just do our recruiting show next Thursday morning, or I'm going to stick it on. F- no, I can't cause I'm flying to South Bend. All right, next Thursday, next Thursday morning. So uh, that's going to do it. I appreciate you folks. Um, You guys take it easy. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, 1130, Sunday morning on Peacock, Eastern time. Um, Watch Liverpool beat out Chelsea. And then uh, that'll be a a great way to start the week. Again, I appreciate you guys. Take it easy. Um, And as always, we will catch you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.